-hmm. So um, this fifth episode of, of hoarding stuff, I think it's our fifth, um, we're going to look at New Year's revelations rather than mm -hmm. New Year's resolutions, but really they're going to be revelations about things that have occurred um, and maybe accrued over lockdown. So, since March, um, yeah. Of, of yeah, since March last year. Yeah. So what's what's occurred for you or accrued? Well, I've I've um, I've probably um, hoarded more stuff than, than than before. I've probably acquired more stuff, should I say? And I've been trying my best to reorganise things, but it, it's not very easy, really. Um, I haven't really felt that guilty though about acquiring new stuff, which is which is strange. Um, what you, what usually makes what usually sparks the feelings of guilt then? I think it's when I look around and go, I can't use all of this stuff, um, and then I kind of think, oh, maybe it would be helping somebody else in some way if they they had it, but um, not so much now. I read a piece by Umberto Eco, oh, which yeah. uh, he'd written about the anti-library where. Um, he was saying that the books that you haven't read are more valuable to you than the books that you have read because they're full of promise. Um, but Umberto Eco, being the man he was, was, was kind of like a very well known author that had 30,000 books, but oh, a big old it? library. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, he, he had a big old library for it, he had a big old space for it. So it's not like here where you know you've got piles of stuff and stuff in the loft and and all that so he had somewhere to put his stuff he was very organized and if you get a chance to watch the video of him walking through his library it takes him some time <laughs> um, no i'm gonna look that up i didn't know that yeah so what do, do you think that if you had a big house yeah or, or a, a like a huge um extension to your property that was just for storage do you think you would purchase more? Or do you I think, think I probably, I probably would. I probably would, yeah. I'd, I'd probably end up filling it like there's a guy who had actually three houses uh, full of books, you know, and, and that would be horrendous. That would be even worse than I am now, you know. And, and it'd be a part of me, I'm kind of split between wanting the stuff, but at the same, same time knowing that, uh, if I'm lucky, I might have another 25 years um, taking me to 77. Um, and then you're like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and then what? And then yeah. when, you can't, yeah. when you can't move. <laughs> can't, can't get around. And, um, but it is a weird thing. It's this selection process, I think, has, has, has come to mind. I've kind of been looking through what there is here and, and thinking, how do you... How do you do that decision-making? And I think a lot of it is to do with how we, what our um, ideas of, of accomplishments are now as well. We, we seem to feel, if you were in the 13th century, a peasant in the 13th century, you'd be kind of like thinking, how am I going to get my potatoes in? Or how am I going to do this? And how am I going to survive? And how am I going to, um, you wouldn't be thinking, oh, how am I going to 
do a podcast with with this dreadful equipment that I've got. I need more equipment than this. And how am I going to find out about this? And because you would be illiterate. <laughs> this would not be a problem in like the 13th century. So basically you're blaming education. Yeah, you? yeah, that's yeah. right. Since 1870, it's all gone to crap. So if you have, well, compulsory education in England anyway. And at the time, the, the powers that be were going, why should we teach plebs how to reason? Right, they'll just get. They want. They want. Um, they want stuff, and they'll. They want. They want legislation, and they'll. And they'll kick up a fuss, and they'll have uh, things like where they get together, and and um, they'll they'll be making demands about work, and we can't be having that. They'll have what's that word? Guilds and 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 unions, and and it'll all all go badly, badly wrong. And and of course, they were right to a certain extent. They were. The, the, yeah. They'd also be wanting books and therefore bookcases. Books. Yes. <laughs> books. And then all these people, all these people that have been trained for years and years in the monasteries, all these monks that did these lovely illuminated manuscripts, and the books were chained up because they were privileged things, you know, and were expensive, and nobody could read them because they were mostly in Latin. But we go, oh, I see, I'm losing my position here, I'm, use, I'm losing my status, because these buggers are reading books, are, and then the printed press comes in and everything goes to, and that's that, yeah, that's who I blame. Who is it, Caxton, was it, was he the printing press person? He's one of them, but there's no. another one, there's, there's a, the, the Gutenberg. Oh, right, but, yeah. And not Steve Gutenberg either, no, he's a different person. He's a different good he might be a distant relative of the original. But he's got a lot to blame for as well with the Police Academy films. He's not getting away scot-free <laughs> either. No, Gutenberg did the Bible, and we have one here in Scotland, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but is that written in Latin, or was that the first Bible that was written in... No, I think it is in Latin, um, yeah. because um, Wycliffe, I think, tried to put it into English first, and I think he got burned. And then, can't remember who came up with the next one that was in English. Um, no, it's not going to come to me. No, I don't know. Hey, that was that. I, I never met him, so... So that's why <laughs> he was you... a really nice guy and everything. didn't remember his name. No. So I want to go, go back to something you just said then, because you yeah. said a while ago, mm -hmm. um, I don't know how you make these decisions. Mm. So when you do make decisions, which you do all the time, because you make decisions to buy things. Well, I made the decision to be here, didn't I? I mean, that, that, exactly. that's... <laughs> if you make a cup, you make yourself a cup of tea or a sandwich, you make yeah. a decision to do that. So it's lots of people tell me they can't make decisions, but they can. They can't make certain types mm. of decisions. So. Yeah. What criteria do you use to make decisions to acquire that you couldn't use similarly to make decisions to let go? Mm. Where's the difference? I think it's because of this, this kind of floundering about um, what I should be doing with, my, with life. And I think a lot of people are like that, you know, and the kind of this, this fear that that thing will come in useful later on. There was a lovely thing with um, that lady that had loads of leaflets of, when we were at the conference. I think Mr. O'Frost 
Not Scotland. Oh, yes. Talk, talking about Marnie. Is, is, <laughs> yes. It's his middle name, isn't it? Oh. Um, it's not, <laughs> he's not Irish. He's not Randy. Randy O'Frost from County Kilkenny. No, he's, he's Randy O'Frost. And, um, I don't know what the O stands for. I have to look it up. He told me. Odin. It, no, it, it was, was no, it's, it's something like, no, anyway. Um, but she had leaflets and she had things for like uh, tyre repairs and stuff like that. If, if tyre repairs ever came up, then she, she would have the information. She'd know the flyer to go for it and then she'd have no problems getting her tyres repaired. Which would be weird to car, probably. Well, we don't have a car, so I don't know. I can get my tyres repaired though, can't I? <laughs> Um, and it is, it's a weird sort of pain, really. And I think that's one of the, the we, we try to avoid pain and regret. Well, maybe, maybe that pain comes from what you just described. Because mm. you were just about to describe a gap mm. that you feel you have in your life. So you don't know, you're not sure what you're doing with your life. So you feel that you haven't got a specific and um, clear purpose. Purpose and, and meaning, that, yeah, yeah. You're filling that gap, so that causes pain, and then acquisition fills mm. that gap because the hope of acquisition opens up purpose possibilities. What is quite interesting, though, is is at the moment because I have I said to you earlier that um, a certain company that delivers things very quickly, which shall remain nameless, sounds like a forest. Yeah. Because they're evil, <laughs> um, had actually given me this membership thing where you you get things delivered free for a month, and I've just gone. I've gorged myself. It's like apparently when if you worked at Cadbury's, uh, the chocolate company, and you started off, they would say to you, "Just eat as much as you want <laughs> in the first week," right? Because they were aware that if you did that, then people would just oh. Do you know what? I, I can't face chocolate again. Yeah, it's it's true. I, but that oh, theory doesn't always work. No. I've tried, that. I've tried it with crisps. Mm. I've tried it with bottles of wine. Uh -huh. it doesn't, doesn't work. It's, it's kind of it's kind of odd because I think that that, that that saying there's been no guilt. There is a moment when I go, oh, oh I feel I feel kind of physically full. Mm. I'm full of knowledge now. Oh, <laughs> and what, what is the level of knowledge? You know, where do you measure? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't take another pamphlet. I couldn't take another one. Oh, oh, just a small haiku. Come on now, you can. That's a bit of Monty Python there. Just a, a little tiny wafer thin haiku. You can take it. Oh no, no, please no, my brain. Big, that would be a good sketch, actually. I think. Yeah, but it would be Monty Python, and they know, and, and Don Cleese would sue me or something. He, he, he's he's like that, you know. Michael Palin might let me get away with it. But. Michael Palin wouldn't notice because he's too busy travelling around the world telling people about it's very it. Very true. Yes, yes, mm. yes. But uh, yes, but I, think, but I think it's interesting because in, let's imagine if you found the equivalent pleasure mm. in letting things go. Mm -hmm. that you find in acquiring things, mm. would that make your life easier? I think it was, if it was possible to do that, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a bit doubtful 
at this point in time whether that would be a um, um, a thing or not. What I have found is that mainly because it's books, um, there are, there are ways that you can actually. There's a company that does a book, a non-fiction book in fifteen minute bursts, so you don't have. Oh to yes, I've, um, oh, I've just Blinkist. Blinkist, that's it. Yes, because my daughter was um, signed up to that for a while. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention the name because that's advertising. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. Blinkist. Yeah, we Blinkist. can we can advertise them without. We don't uh, so they do they do like fifteen minute books and and there's other companies that Audible do books and and stuff. So, and I'm wondering because one of the things that's quite fascinating is now a lot of people don't have book books. They have ebooks. They, they have stuff on their digital devices. But do you get to the stage where I mean, I think I have three hundred books, maybe more now, on my e-reader, together with the physical books. And have you counted your physical books? Yeah, on, on top of on top of the physical books. So no, but have you counted the physical ones? Do the you physical, know how many? No, no, God, no, no. I mean, by the time I'd done that, I'd, I'd probably be dead. <laughs> I just uh, just look at them. And go, oh, you know, well, there's loads of them. Um, so, what would allow you to let go of some of those books? Like, if I lived around the corner from you and said, "Can I come around and borrow some books?" No, get out of it. No, not no. <laughs> I don't really? know. Actually, no, I don't know anymore. I don't know anymore. Um, I think it's about. And what I did at one point... I'm not going to, by the way. No, it's a long way to go. Theoretically, it is a long way to go. Anyway, it's not allowed at the moment. No, so. that's true. Yes, that's yeah. my defence. COVID yeah, is you protecting say, David, say, You can pretend to be really generous and say, yes, of course. Of course you can come anytime you want and you can take as many books. No, but it, it's interesting. I, do, I don't mind that you won't lend me the books. But if you wouldn't even lend me the books, what's yeah. going on? That's that's it. It's just a clue to yeah. something, yeah. a way of thinking for you. So, so why would you be so nervous about lending books? I think it's because there have been occasions when they just haven't come back, and it's that never a borrower or lender be kind of like but that tends to be with money, doesn't it? Rather than well, no, I think it. I think it. I think it relates to anything because. I always think, to be perfectly honest, if I if I lend somebody a book that is really important, I will really emphasise mm. that I absolutely want it back. Do you write your um, name in it? No, I don't. Um, but I do. I do try and write down who I've lent it to because I'll forget. I'll forget. But it's so rare that that happens because most times I do give people books because what, by that time. What you I'm need ready. to do is you need to write your name in it. Right, but not only that, you need to write in runic script because apparently this is what they, the Vikings used to do with their possessions. It's inscribed. Say you've got a comb, you're a Viking, you've got a comb, and you write on it in runic scripts. If anybody steals this comb, may their hair fall out and may their teeth never remain in their head mm. and may they be unhappy for the rest of their lives. I don't, I don't think I'm that attached to my books, though. I no. might do a runic script that said, um, "Make this book magically return to me," but mm. I don't. I don't. Really, I was but, yeah. I'm, I'm not attached to a comb, right? So, so it would. You don't care. <laughs> I don't, 
It wouldn't work, no. Or a so, razor either. I'm not, I'm not attached to either. And books and games, then, is it? The books, games, are? and... Um, do you know, actually, it's quite interesting. Um, the DVD thing seems to be shifting a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm coming up against the justification for keeping the DVDs is the extras. Mm, yeah. And oh, that I'll never know how they made this, and I'll never. No, you won't, because you're not watching them, Dave. You're not watching them, mate. So um, I've been thinking about um, doing a film a day, or you know, to to kind of go through and watch them, and then let go of them. Um, that would be good. Or you could maybe sell them on Magpie or something. Like sell that. them on Magpie, yeah. yeah. And but what I have to do is. I have to come up with um, some idea that I could put that money towards, you know. Um, you. So it encourages me to do that. And I've, I've got a couple of things. Why can't you put it towards you? Just put it towards a Kickstarter or something. Uh, it's, uh, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's mainly the things that I, I, I pride myself on and, and want more is knowledge and and the ability then to use that knowledge to hopefully help somebody make things better. And I'm never sure quite how you do that. I, I don't quite know how you kind of prove yourself useful. Um, I had to stop myself from getting a book, which is called, which is about having an intellectual life. No. But having an intellectual life doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to share that knowledge you could just no it doesn't it doesn't and i think that that was part of the book but i didn't get the book so i don't know no that's good because i think you've already got an intellectual life yeah it was more about whether people value intellectual lives in this kind of strange time when everything seems to be a little bit kind of surface level and and that but i'll have a look and see if there's a video of the, the author talking about it that'll that'll do Actually, yes, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But I think you should try with your DVD. So you've identified that the DVDs are slipping away. That's one of the things that that's because that I haven't watched any for for yeah. In that, you, but that's great because you've observed that, and then you've mm. decided to do something about that. And I would also say, once you've watched a few. Mm then test yourself a bit further and say, are, are some of these, can some of these just go without watching? Can some, I'm are sure some of them less there valuable? are some dreadful, dreadful films in there. There are some exactly. awful exactly. films. You don't want to know how they made them. I said, yeah. I, I mean, there's, um, what was it? Um, Alan Moore uh, wrote Extraordinary League of Gentlemen, which was taken on by Sean Connery. Hmm. It's a dreadful film. And I expected during the, the, the extras and the, the commentary for them and to all apologize and go oh we're terribly sorry that we did this with your work alan moore why how could we even do it uh, and still survive yeah but that i don't think that happens but they didn't no no of course they don't isn't this a fantastic film <laughs> oh. no no it's not no <laughs> so yeah i suppose yeah i um, I, I think you just because i think sometimes you can stay in a comfort zone, which is what you're describing, even though it's uncomfortable sometimes, but mm. you up the comfort by acquiring, yeah. if you see what I mean. 
but to and that's fine you know that there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that and that's not going to cause you any issues if you have the balancing side on the other side mm. but to get the balancing side up to the levels of your acquiring if you like the same feelings you'll have to go through a bit of discomfort so one of, one of the revel other revelations is that i i will get the stuff that i think is going to help me become useful right and then so let's say for example i want to do coding with kids and I'll go completely over the top and get lots and lots of books and resources and equipment and stuff. But because it's working with kids, it's obviously going to be very basic, right? Because, well, at a, a certain level. And then I'm going, do you know what? I'd, I'd rather be working on something like the Large Hadron Collider. I want to jump to that straight away, even though I have no knowledge at all about this kind of thing. But it's much more mature than... And making these animations and these little games and this and da, 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 da. it's much more mature than Minecraft unless I can bar, um, build the, the Large Hadron Collider in Minecraft. That would be great, wouldn't it? Ha ha ha! And and um, and I kind of like stop myself from from doing it anyway. Um, but but step backwards from that. So take yeah. two steps back from those feelings. Okay. What what do you think? is behind the need to be involved in building the Hadron Collider. No, no, that was just, it's more sort of like- No, I know what you mean, but you know, to have uh, the-, the because, That status, isn't it? I mean, that's about somebody going, oh, look at him, look at him, he works on this. So that's really good, isn't it? I actually met somebody who works on the large Hadron Collider. Because the- Did you talk it, to him? I, I would have run a mile. I wouldn't have wanted to talk to him. It was great. I mean, not a lot of talking because we were at, um, there's a magic festival that happens in Edinburgh, the International Magic Festival. Oh, nice. And it was online, right? Wow. So he got this, um, he'd gone with a Zoom background because it's all Zoom. And, uh, and I thought it was a subway station. And it wasn't, it was the Large Hadron Collider. And he works at CERN. And I'm, oh, that's really good, isn't it? And I had a bit of a, it was like five shows, six shows, something like that. And he'd be there every single time. So, because we were waiting around in the lobby or, or waiting for the show to happen, I'd have a bit of like a, a chat with him. You should really give up on this physics stuff, you know. It's not going to go anywhere. Why don't you go with the magic instead? And he goes, oh, yeah, well, I am, I am, I'm, you know, but I'm not very good with my slights of hand and that. Oh, you could do it without that, you know. I can find you a list if you want. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and he was also making playing cards, which was interesting. He was making his own style of playing cards and I've lost his email address now so that's that's that kind of you can find it again would the zoom not be recorded no I don't think so I don't think so but, but I can kind of remember part of his name and the fact that he worked at CERN so it shouldn't be too difficult to track down. well I, I let one of my podcasts that um I listened to this week mm -hmm. uh, might be interesting to counter you know counter thinking method like of what you just said. Yeah. It was a guy called Phil Hansen and he it was the the power of being limited in what you can do mm. and how that actually increases your creativity rather than decreases it. And he was a pointillist artist. Not a pointless artist. He just yeah. made art dots. with those tiny dots. Yeah. Um, but because he'd done so much of it He'd actually ruined his eyesight, probably. Nerve endings in his hand. 
Oh, in his hand. And he developed a tremor and he couldn't do that art anymore. Wow. So because he was restricted by that, but still wanted to be an artist, uh-huh. he had to find different things he could do. And it's just a really good talk on actually restricting yourself rather than, you know, like going, right, I want to do coding, but all I can use is a pencil and a pad and, no, and I can't read anything else how would you force yourself down that road rather than buying lots of books? And he mm. found that it really worked for him. So maybe you could try that. I'm sure you've got, you You will have eons, if that's a right descriptive word, of knowledge in your brain. Yes, of course you no, have. No, 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 no. I, don't, I think it, that there's, like, there's, there's knowledge that's in there that is kind of a, a general knowledge um, but it's about not just having general knowledge, it's about having some specific knowledge as well. And But what I've fallen foul of is, I suppose I'm of a generation that books were the font of knowledge yeah. at one point, and ownership of books meant that you had that knowledge, whereas now we're going into more of a access-led um, kind of model of knowledge. If you can access it, then you're okay. I mean, it's all being turned on its head, really. Academic institutions that publish books are, are struggling quite a bit. Um, and it's this kind of idea that, that information wants to be free, which has been around for a while. Um, although it's interesting when you get somebody like Cory Doctorow, who is one of these writers that goes on about that, who then writes a book called Information Doesn't Want to Be Free. <laughs> so it's like, Otherwise, I won't have a job. I have a job, yeah, yeah. It's like suddenly like, oh, God, what have I been talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're facing a very strange world with that. But I'm, I'm still kind of, I don't know what it is about this. Um, maybe, I think it was because we didn't have many books in the house uh, when I was a kid. And um, my grandparents just had the one book. And I'm sure you can guess what that book was. Yes, I can. Well, so, we didn't have any books in our house. I had, there was one bookcase mm-hmm. um, that was never completely full, mm. but we lived over the over the main road. So like very, very close to the library. Yeah. And so yeah. there were always loads of books from the library in the house. But my dad said, what's the point of buying books? Yeah. And so I have, I do have lots of books in my house because I do love them. And I think the libraries are- the library anymore, so. No, the libraries are having to change as well, and they're having to adapt and, and change. And um, now you can get magazines online at the library, and you can uh, get ebooks from the library. And um, but that's kind of a bit dangerous in itself because it means that the space itself is not being used. You don't have a community space anymore if the library goes. Um, which is a shame. Yes, I no, I, d- I really don't want libraries to go. But anyway, so back yeah. to back to your desire for knowledge, which will give you status, which therefore means if you feel that you haven't got status, what mm. does that tell you about you? I think it leaves me a little bit hollow, to be honest with you. And and also, it it's this weird thing of who who am I? Um, it's like a, looking for approval from somebody, and I'm not sure who it is that I'm expecting to approve or disapprove. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would disapprove of 
everything about me. <laughs> just literally everything. But there's um, probably a lot of people that totally approve of everything about well, you. There probably is, yeah. But and but that's the, that's the weird thing. But you wouldn't necessarily hear them because no. you're expecting to hear the others, aren't you? And so, that's, yeah, yeah. So I think this is a self-esteem issue. Probably is, yeah. Probably is. And, and but, I and but, I think I think what you need, and this is the hardest thing. I, I'm sure we've talked about this before. Mm. What do you want to feel? like not what do you want because whenever we say what do you want it's always external things that we say yeah, think. yeah. and we are not made of things you know we are we are just who we are We're, as we walk up the road that's what we've got if, if you had to drag all your belongings up the road with you how far would you get not very far at all that time we're going to get out of the door without but, a hernia but also it would not have anything to do with who that person is no no that's an interesting it'd be interesting to know how so how would you like to feel well it's, it's a matter of person. definitions isn't it and it would be interesting to know what uh, people who suffer from problems with organizing and let's again let's use the word hoarding how they what the definitions of themselves are mm. it would be interesting to see if by rewriting that if you could circumvent some of it so yes. this narrative therapy that we talked about before where yes. you're writing your own story yeah and I, th I think it would i honestly think it would work to think that way because mm. otherwise i did this for me not not for belongings but for thinking about what i wanted to do as a job so mm. i came from the era of you leave school you get a job at the paper you know you just look yeah. in the for us it was a Thursday night mm. and all the jobs were in there and you looked at the jobs and if you thought you could get away with one then that's what you did there was no sort of selection even though we had career lessons at school which were about as inspiring oh, rubbish oh they were just awful it was just the the teacher was bored doing the lessons let mm. alone us so it was just leave school get a job earn money you know mm. that was it and so that was what I did for a long time. And then somebody said to me, there, there were two jobs in the same thing. One of them was, uh, I think it was in telesales or something depressing like that. And um, one of them was doing the telesales and one of them was managing the office. Mm -hmm. And I was going to apply for the one of doing the telesales because of the, because of the salary. Because mm. I'd already like gone well, I couldn't manage an office because I've never done that. And the person who I was with said, "Of course you could. What are you talking about? Of course you could manage an office." And I said, "Yeah, but I've got no experience." And they went, "No, but you just could, and you know that you could. So why are you not applying for that job?" And it was a real, a really good, like slap in the face, really, because mm. I thought, "Yeah, I'm. I that's what I think I'm worth." And when I stopped trying to look for a job with a name or a, a, a salary, and I started to think, how do I want to feel about the work I do? How do I want to feel about when I wake up in the morning? How do I want to feel about, about that day? Do so I want to feel you, excited? What you've done there is, is quite interesting because there are, there are two components to what you just said. One is the job, 
right? And the other is work. So the job is actually quite a recent phenomenon in, in the, the, the scale of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the job is where you're, you work within a certain period of time. Most of us get an hourly wage for that period of time, right? But that's only come probably sometime during the Industrial Revolution, right? Because probably, before that, yeah. you would have been back to our <laughs> 13th century peasant. It's you again, isn't it? With your potatoes and your sheep and your pigs. They would have work, but it wouldn't be in the same sort of framework as we have jobs. They, they would just you know, get up when the sun was up or maybe before the sun was up and work incredibly hard, toiling away. Um, and they wouldn't have like I don't know, binge watches of the the the, the well, they wouldn't have any storyteller. <laughs> like, there would be no choice, would there? That no, not really. It was like, and that's, that's about survival. Yeah, that's what you stuck with because this was where you were born. Yeah, yeah. But we have that choice, and well, so most of us do. Yes, us and, do. but yeah. so for me, that was my big. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. But I realised that I was trying to fit myself into a job, like the title of a job. And also that was holding me back because I didn't, I hadn't got that sort of advanced experience. And so like what you said, no, nobody was giving me permission to be a, a manager of an and office. That, you know, that's about, that's about your perception of, again, we're back to status. That's about your yeah. perception of... Exactly. Exactly. Of, of your status. I'm, I'm now I quite... Changed. I changed and I thought, how do I want to feel? Mm. Not what do I want to do as a title? You know, right. like an admin assistant or a... Th- I, I changed it to how do I want to feel? And that really... It was... It's quite scary because then you've got to start from the bottom up. You know, you've got to restructure how you've thought about stuff. But that's what really helped me and it really made a change and it suddenly felt scary and liberating all at the same time. This is one of the things that people are going to have to do, though. If we, if you live long enough, then you're going to have to keep rebuilding the foundations of where you are over and over again. Um, and that's going to be quite hard for some people. I, think I, suppose, so. I suppose the question is how you help those people through through doing that, you know. Well, how you encourage, I mean, this was one of the jobs that I did um, afterwards, after this. So I uh, did some work in, I can never remember what it's called. It's when, um, which is awful because I did the work, but it was, um, it was like, I was paid a day rate to do it and it was a really good day rate. Mm -hmm. But it's when a factory closes down and they bring in a team of people to, like ease the whole factory into this fact that they're closing down. So they, they're right. closing down, they're taking away their jobs, yeah. but they're going to do this over a year. Right. And within that year, they'll retrain you, they'll teach you how to write CVs, they'll help you to look oh, for other Oh, yeah, yeah, so workshops and that kind of thing. I, yeah. I, I just can't remember the word. I, can, I don't like the word and I can never remember it, but that's but what then, I mean. the, you, the thing before that is asset strippers. Yes, but no, this is this. That's not it. That's that's you um, kind of um, bolstering and mitigating the fact that they've come into asset strip. That's it. it. But at least we're going to help you find work. That was fascinating because 
you met people that were completely shell-shocked by the fact their factory was, some people had worked there for 50 years. Yeah. They were the ones that took early, well, early retirement. They were ready for retirement. Yeah. Um, some people, a few people just couldn't cope. Mm. They, their whole identity was that job. Mm-hmm. But the majority of people over time with support and encouragement suddenly started to go, actually, I've always wanted to be a gardener or I've always yeah. wanted to be a scout leader. or I've... It was incredible. And I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that work. That's and useful, you see. It, but it was useful to me because yeah. I was saying to people, right, you've got a year. You haven't got to run off and get another job unless you've got one and then that's fine. But if you want some help, you've got to have a look at what you really like. So mm-hmm. what do you really like? Which you know, David, you know what you really like. Um, if, it's, if you're really interested in brain surgery, that's fine. Don't do any of this, oh, but I couldn't because you know I haven't got the quality. Don't do any of that because you don't have to be a brain surgeon to be interested in brain surgery. There are other things that you might be able to do. And that's what we did. I've got people to collect articles mm. until they piece together what they read the most in magazines and in newspapers, you know, that interested them. Yeah, yeah. And then, then we looked down the line of possibilities of doing that. And that was, it was just, it was just brilliant. I yeah, really- do some, some lateral thinking sometimes. Yes, that was it. And then suddenly it was like, oh, actually, I've got every opportunity to do this and I'm going to get paid some redundancy money. So I've got time that I can, you know, work on myself. And if I want to work for myself, I can, it was just, honestly, it was great. It was great, but it was a whole factory full of people. No, I quite like the idea of, I don't know, doing some, like some podcasting, but that's never going to happen, is it? I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, It's kind of a a strange world that we live in now, because there are a lot of people that have a lot of skills that are just going to die off. And aren't going to be used anymore and they're going to have to look for how they can transfer those skills on onto other things and um i think that's going to be quite difficult and the revelation of this year going with that was that um i could do things like i could do the story shed um and tell stories in the shed and that gave me a bit of a focus um, because of being a youth worker and being stood down what 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 am I going to do? And, um, and and there's not really work for a lot of people at the moment because we're all locked down. Yes, I know. I know. It's very, it's very hard. And it worries me that people not only now are going to have difficulties with it, but it's going to go on for a very, very long time. And it's a question of how you keep people mentally and physically whole. Yeah. Yeah. It's t- and I think that's one of the things that people need is a purpose. Yeah, meaning and purpose. And I think that that will come up again and again. You do. Uh, In in every conversation you have, you have to have a a purpose and meaning. And that that depends on who you are. It's kind of like, I was trying to think about my granddad, who was a miner, and did it from the age of 14 till he was in his 70s. No, that's a fib, isn't it? Couldn't have been doing it when he was 70. No, of course he wasn't. It wasn't that hard. He made it to his seventies and still went down the mine. He must have been made of some no, tough stuff. He, he, no, he, he, no. Um, but he was there from the age of fourteen until he retired, 
And I was trying to work out what it was that his purpose and meaning was, and it was his family and having a house. That was it, that, you know, getting by, surviving. And I don't think I'd be happy with that, to be honest, coming up. And... No, I agree with you. And I think I think there's a time that, that one of the times that has changed, we have got so much choice mm. that that is crippling us. And that's at, what... We... At the same time, it feels as if some people haven't got that much choice. So um, I would imagine that if my granddad was about now and he'd, he'd been gone through the same educational process as me, it would have been the dark satanic call centres that he would have gone to and not the mills and not the, not the, uh, the, the mines and stuff. There'd be data mining now rather than mining mining. Yeah, I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> I did see a course on data mining that I... I, I paid for and thought that would be that would be so ironic that you know yeah third generation miner yeah that's me different caves yeah <laughs> and uh, and looking back at the the family tree and stuff that kind of go, go to the generation before my granddad and they were hewers which again is miners you know and i think the generation before that they were miners as well and it's like oh, oh gosh so where are the where are the highwaymen where are the pirates What's going on here? This is rubbish. Well, one of the, my auntie, I think, did our um, family tree for my dad's side of the family. Mm -hmm. And we're related to Pierpoint, the last hangman. Oh, him, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch out, watch your neck. So let's, well, let's, let's like do a resurrection. What are the revelations yeah. from lockdown then? And then what might be the resolutions to some of those revelations? My revelations, I think, have been about the relationship that I've got with some of the stuff that I've got. Uh, and going, mm, OK, I haven't watched the DVD in ages. So perhaps, I mean, I think it's about three or four big old boxes of them, maybe, that I'm not that necessarily that attached to. I've got a lot of DVDs of magic, uh, Conjuring, which mm. um, has more of a, um, a, a kind of like bolstering yeah. effect. You know, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to get rid of them. Um, so they'll probably be around for a little while. But there are other things now that I'm going, oh, I do I really want to watch this? B movie, actually I do, I'll watch it and then it can it can be released. But now there's so much stuff streaming uh, and it, we are at that point of it being access rather than owning. Yes, which is which is a good thing. Yeah. And that's good. good yeah. Thing. Um, because I, I, it's just understanding that, like I said, if you, th if you thought to yourself that every time you go out, you've got to attach all your stuff to yourself, because yeah. that's your identity. Therefore, you carry it on your back, a bit like the woman in Labyrinth, you know, uh -huh. the one that's got all that stuff on her back. Then um, then perhaps that would help you re reframe, reframe your attitude towards, uh, towards your belongings. Do you mm. know what? Because I think a lot of fear is in... Lots of people say to me, oh, no, but I love, you know, I love buying things and, I, and, that, and that's fine. It's not like you've got to stop buying things. No, but no. You have to balance the other side of it. Yeah. So if 
buying yeah. things is is great. That's what keeps the economy going. But yeah. the other side of it is don't hold on to too much on the other no, side. I, I think even that's gonna, that's going to shift and change in in time as well. It, the, the way that we run that, our economy is going to shift and yes, but it, but it will shift to something else. It was like when you were talking about jobs, and mm. I read somewhere that. That, that I think it was, I can't remember what, but it was a big percentage of the job titles that are around today didn't exist 20 no, years ago. No, no, because... Yeah, and no. So there will be a constant reviewing of, of those job titles and the way people do things. So I think we've got to have a bit of faith in our ability to... There'll, be jobs, there'll be jobs, cleaning jobs and, and jobs that, that, that will be around forever until the robots come in and take those jobs and... They're probably cheaper to, you know, kind of like. I bet they don't a... do the skirting boards though. Not oh, that I do them either, I mean, but that would just be my. Any... Is it a Zumba thing? That the little robot thing that goes around? Do they not do the skirting? Little, that little circular thing? That was on. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I don't oh. want one of those. I, they just annoy me. I, they would. They would... <laughs> They'd just get under my feet, and I'd probably break my leg falling over it, and. Mm. And also, I just, I just, I just don't like it. I just don't moan at it. You could go. What kind of cleaning do you call? No, I just kick it, what and I knew it wouldn't get, it wouldn't get at the corners because it can't because it's round. That's true. Yeah. So no, they've got to redo that mm. in the shape of a human. Have a square one. No, it's just a human. A what? Just another human that will do the backing. <laughs> anyway, on that note, yes. I think right. So. So your resolutions are you're going to have a look at what, what re, 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 no your resolutions. Oh right, okay. I'm doing something now. I'm doing something with them in your rev, from your revelations is mm. you're going to have a go at your DVD collection then. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. And will that make if those go? Mm -hmm. Will that make some space for the stuff that you've got to organise? It probably will. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. Because there's a big old box in my room and there's a kind of like a cabinet of DVDs, but that's actually four DVDs, so I don't think I could necessarily fit anything. Well, maybe the cabinet of DVDs could go as well. The cabinet itself, yeah, it could go, couldn't it? Yeah, because there's no DVDs in it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And they are quite small shelves usually, so they're, they're, they, they don't really hold much else. That's true. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. So the cabinet can go. And... Okay. Um, and then you've made space to do a bit more reorganising. A bit more reorganising, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the floodgates opening. Seriously, try and find some pleasure in things going. Mm. Because it exists, it's possible. Mm. It's totally so, possible. It's just resisting it that makes it not happen. What would be quite nice is if, if people who have been listening could send in, like, what they've done. Yeah. That would be fantastic. So where would they where would they send that to? Anybody that's got any ideas um, that is listening that has mm -hmm. been successful or unsuccessful and wanted a bit more encouragement is if you send an email to help at cloudsend.org.uk um, and that will get to me or to david at cloudsend.org.uk and that will get to David. Don't send it to me. I know well, nothing. I don't know anything. I'm not going to be able well, to. No, if they've got some info for you, they can oh, send true. it to you. Yeah, there that's you true. Go. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. deny. The status <laughs> has just gone up. 
Apologies to me and your solutions to David, and there we are. Yeah, I've just I've just been promoted. There so you are. I still think that Michael Sheen shouldn't have won Beard of the Year. Michael Sheen Never. won Beard of the Year. And... Well, did you enter for it? Oh, you have to be in it to win it, don't you? Absolutely. Next year. Next year. I think you could get some beading and plaiting going as well. Yeah, or fireworks like Blackbeard did. I don't do fireworks. Just do that. <laughs> oh, well, that's it then, I guess. Thank you very much for. Right. Yes. Thank you. And a happy new year. Right. Nice talking to you. Take care. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.